Welcome to Ladies Unite. Today is February 23rd, 2023. My name is Michelle, and I will be starting with a song. Okay, so the reason that I started with that song is to remind us 
that we all sin and we all fall short of the glory of the Lord. Now today, I would like to go on into the book of Habakkuk and start with chapter 1. The oracle that Habakkuk the prophet received. How long, O Lord, must I call for help? But you do not listen or cry out to you, violence, but you do not save. Why do you make me look at injustice? Why do you tolerate wrong? Destruction and violence are before me. There is strife and conflict abounds. Therefore, the law is paralyzed and justice never prevails. The wicked hem in the righteous so that justice is perverted. Amen. The reason I go to this particular part is because today we ask the same question. I know I have. I've asked, why does God allow suffering and pain and death, murder and stealing? But the Bible gives us an answer. There is a pointed time for everything. But the answer that God gives at the, this particular time is look at the nations and watch. Be utterly amazed. For I am going to do something in your days that you would not believe. Even if you were told, I am raising up the Babylonians, that ruthless and impetuous people who sweep across the whole earth to seize dwelling places not their own. They are a feared and dreaded people. They are a law to themselves and promote their own honor. Their horses are swifter than leopards, fiercer than wolves at dusk. Their cavalry gallops headlong. Their horsemen come from afar. They fly like a vulture sweeping to devour all they come. They all come bent on violence. Their hordes advance like a desert wind and gather prisoners like sand. They deride kings and scoff at rulers. They laugh at all fortitude, fortified cities. They build earth, earthen ramps and capture them. Then they sweep past like the wind and go on. Guilty men whose own strength is their God. Amen. Habakkuk had a second complaint, starting in chapter 1, verse 12. O Lord, are you not from everlasting? My God, my Holy One, we will not die. O Lord, you have appointed them to execute judgment. O Rock, you have ordained them to punish. Your eyes are too pure to look on evil. You cannot tolerate wrong. Why then do you tolerate the treacherous? Why are you silent while the wicked swallow up those more righteous than themselves? You have made men like fish in the sea, like sea creatures that have no ruler. The wicked foe pulls all of them up with hooks. He catches them in his neck, in his net. He gathers them up in his dragnet. So he rejoices and is glad. Therefore, he sacrifices to his net and burns incense to his dragnet. 
for by his net he lives in luxury and enjoys the choicest food. Is he to keep on emptying his net, destroying nations without mercy? I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. I will look to see what he will say to me and what answer I am to give this complaint. Then the Lord replied, Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets, so that a herald may run with it. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of an end, and it will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. See, he is puffed up. His desires are not upright, but the righteous will live by his faith. Indeed, wine betrays him. He is arrogant and never at rest, because he is as greedy as the grave and like death is never satisfied. He gathers to himself all the nations and takes captive all the peoples. Will not all of them taunt him with ridicule and scorn, saying, Woe to him who piles up stolen goods and makes himself wealthy by extortion. How long must this go on? Will not your debtors suddenly arise? Will they not wake up and make you tremble? Then you will become their victim because you have plundered many nations. The peoples who are left will plunder you. For you have shed man's blood. You have destroyed lands and cities and everyone in them. Woe to him who builds his realm by unjust gain. To set his nest on high to escape the clutches of ruin. You have plotted the ruin of many peoples. Shaming your own house and fortifying your life. The stones of the wall will cry out and the beams of the woodwork will echo it. Woe to him who builds a city with bloodshed and establishes a town by crime. Has not the Lord Almighty determined that the people's labor is only fuel for the fire? that the nations exhaust themselves for nothing. For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Woe to him who gives drink to his neighbors, pouring it the wine skin, from the wineskin till they are drunk so that he can gaze at their naked bodies. You will be filled with shame instead of glory. Now it is your turn, drink and be exposed. The cup from the Lord's right hand is coming around to you, and disgrace will cover your glory. The violence you have done to Lebanon will overwhelm you, and your destruction of animals will terrify you. For you have shed man's blood. You have destroyed lands and cities and everyone in them. Of what value is an idol since man has carved it, or an image that teaches lies? For he who makes it trusts in his own creation. He makes idols that cannot speak. Woe to him who says to wood, come to life, or to lifeless stone, wake up. Can it give guidance? It is covered with gold and silver. There is no breath in it. But the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth be silent before him. Amen. There will be a, a time where all of the destruction, all of the violence 
and all of the bad and injustice that is coming about to God's people will come to an end. We all get judged. We all get put to the test. Are we going to come out of the flames unwarped? Are we going to come out steel or broken? Next, I would like to look at Amos chapter 2, verse 6 to 7. Just as a little emphasis on the beginning. This is what the Lord says. For three sins of Israel, even for four, I will not turn back my wrath. They sell the righteous for silver and the needy for a pair of sandals. They trample on the heads of the poor as upon the dust of the ground and deny justice to the oppressed. Father, son, father and son use the same girl and so profane my holy name. Amen. He will not turn his back on the wrath. He will, in end, get justice. Justice is mine, saith the Lord. I want to take a look at 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. Do not deceive yourselves. If any one of you thinks he is wise by the standards of this age, he should become a fool so that he may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness in God's sight. As it is written, he catches the wise in their craftiness. And again, the Lord knows that the thoughts of the wise are futile. So then no more boasting about men. All the things are yours. Amen. Amen. The only standards we should be trying to live by is God's standards so that when it is time to be judged, that we will be judged not as harshly as those who are falling short in the end. We do all fall short, but we need to make every best effort to clean ourselves up, to make sure what is inside of our hearts is the word and prayer and even good deeds. Are we, are we taking care of God's people? Are we teaching God's people what we are learning? Are we retaining the information and stuff like that? What are we doing with the Bible, the Holy Bible that God has 
given up his son to finish and to, to fulfill. We have to put into action what we are learning. It's not just sitting here learning the word. We got to take the word and we got to use it. Once we use it, then we show others how to retain the word and use it. We, we are called to disciple and teach others as well and, and grow the army. In Romans 3.23, we are reminded that we all fall short, but that is in there for a reason. It is to remind us that we have to pick ourselves back up, too, after falling short. We need to look at our mistakes, and we need to try to make ourselves new again. And how do we do that? We ask God for the help. Now, the time is coming. The signs are all here where the second coming might just be closer than we think. And we need to look at ourselves. What is inside of my heart? If I were to die tomorrow, how will I be judged? What is inside of my heart that doesn't need to be there so I may be judged and in, and in the kingdom of heaven where I belong? Because that is where we all belong. In Matthew chapter 25, verse 1 to 13, there's a parable of the ten virgins and their oiled lamps. And I'm going to I'm going to turn to that now. At the time of the kingdom, at that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five of them were wise. The foolish ones took their lamps but did not take any oil with them. The wise, however, took oils in jars along with their lamps. The bridegroom was a long time in coming, and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, the cry rang out, here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish one said to the wise, give us some of your oil, our lamps are going out. No, they replied, there may not be enough for both us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went and with him to the wedding banquet and the door was shut later the others also came sir sir they said open the door for us but he replied i tell you the truth i don't know you therefore keep watch because you do not know the day or the hour the oil in their lamps that is being spoken of is what we are called to prepare for the time Jesus comes again. And we don't know when that's going to happen. So the call to action with that 
is to be prepared at any second, at any time, and really try not to fall short. Recognize your sins. Recognize what needs to change. Build that relationship with God so he could show you what needs to change because tomorrow could be that day. The day after could be that day. You do not know. To prepare is to build a relationship with God. Know his word. Know what he asks of us. Teach others the same. Build his army. Fight the war the right way. Ephesians, the armor of God, that talks about the word. The word is very important. Without it, we could not fight and we could not enter the gates. It is important that we get familiar with what God asks of us because the signs are everywhere. It is time to oil up our lamps. It is time to fill up the jars so we may not run out by the time he does come. That means keep doing it. Just because you think you might know enough with the Bible that you were raised around it, that doesn't mean you're not missing something. It is a continuous battle. It is an everyday thing. And it's not something that we could see. The fight is unseen. So we need to armor up with the word. We need to pray. We need to worship. And we need to help others as well. We need to step up and be leaders. And if we're not going to be leaders, then we need to ask the Holy Spirit to help us discern those who should lead us so we may avoid those who are telling us lies, so we may not be led onto the wrong path. We want the path towards righteousness. We want God. We want his kingdom. With that said, I have one more song that I would like to play before I end with a prayer.
I want to close this off with Habakkuk's prayer in chapter 3. Lord, I have heard of your fame. I stand in awe of your deeds. O Lord, renew them in our day. In our time, make them known. In wrath, remember mercy. Amen. Amen. I'm going to continue on just to finish the chapter. God came from Taman, the Holy One, from Mount Paran, Salah. His glory covered the heavens, and his praise filled the earth. His splendor was like the sunrise, rays flashed from his hand, where his power was hidden. Plague went before him. Pestilence followed his steps. He stood and shook the earth. He looked and made the nations tremble. The ancient mountains crumbled, and the age-old hills collapsed. His ways are eternal. I saw the tents of Kushan in distress, the dwellings of Midian in anguish. Amen. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen in on Ladies Unite. My name is Michelle Copeland, and I hope you have a blessed day.